This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to <laughs> Folks Given. It's like a Dracula. That was too Dracula. You're listening to Folks Given. We special. Witch edition. Spooky. Mm. What up, my witches? Uh, I'm Reed. Before we go any further, because we fuck up on this part so many times. We do. And I am Florence. And we are really excited for a Halloween oh my God. episode today. We're suddenly so changed excited. our tune. We're suddenly like, do, 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 do. Yeah. Pumping. We, like, we are really excited for this episode because we're going to talk about so many spooky things things. i feel like this is this is reed's perfect episode because she's turned on by so many spooky things oh yeah for sure but you're into like all the horror all the like gore and you're like yeah Mm -hmm. cool let's make that sexy yeah man like my arousal is so close to my fizzle you know like it's it is there (laughs) it is like my fizzle my fizzle that sounds really grim but it's like they're so close like I've always loved horror films and I've always enjoyed fear like in my fantasy so yeah we're going to talk about all the fucked up things that I want to fuck and that I've masturbated over which is exciting there's a lot (laughs) there's a lot to unpack and process also, you as well. You've got a few freaky, freaky bad boys in there too. I think I do. I think I'm going to have some things to bring to the table. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but we're also going to be talking about your red flags. We put a little question and answer thing on um, Instagram for you to yeah write in your biggest red flags when it comes to dating. Yeah, because that is horrifying. They are horrific and Halloween themed. Most of them. Exactly. <laughs> Just like, whoa, we like and also. Spooky. Red flags has been trending on the internet. Yeah, so we everywhere. thought we'd just jump on the bandwagon and do a little episode about red flags too. I've literally seen it everywhere. You see like the tweets that have been like reposted on Instagram. Everyone's going in on the red flags. I think it's important to know. But first, should we dive into a little little update sesh? Yeah, baby. Sesh. Where are you podcast recording from today, Florence? So I am finally, I'm finally in LA where I'm going to be for the rest of the year. Um, Finally made it here after the most horrific flight situation. Oh, Oh keeping on brand, keeping on the trends. (laughs) Yeah. Halloween special. The horror. Well, it was kind of like a final destination flight, you know? It was, oh gosh, it was, it was mad. So I was supposed to fly out on the 19th and um, we went through like all the airport stuff and I was like, do, 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 this is great. Like blah, 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 sit down on the plane. And then we were sitting on the plane without it taking off for three hours and they had like an update over the intercom just being like oh there are a couple of customers that haven't arrived but they've checked in luggage so we're having to retrieve some luggage from the plane and then we're like okay okay cool um and then like another hour went by and then they were like oh update um actually we're having like a bit of a maintenance issue with the plane there's something like there's a dent on the plane and we need to figure out whether it can fly or not obviously blah 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 another hour went by and 
they were like yeah guys we're cancelling this flight we've just been sitting on this plane and then and then after they even told us that we were sitting on the plane for even longer and then when we got off oh my god when we got off they were like we're just trying to figure out if we can get you all out this evening blah blah blah. got us got our hopes up because first of all they were like you're gonna have to fly tomorrow and then when we got out they were like we might be able to take you out tonight and then they were like, oh, sorry, guys. No, the US <laughs> won't let you in. So you're going to have to, yeah, um, stay another night in Toronto and fly out tomorrow. And the next flight they oh got us on was God. midday. So it was like, uh, it wasn't even like a morning flight. It was an no. afternoon flight. And oh. obviously I didn't have anywhere to stay. So I had to sleep in the fucking airport. <laughs> it was like all deserted. It was actually quite spooky because I was walking around. And there was like no one there, and it was just yeah. this really kind of weird, like eerie feeling. And I had to sleep in the airport, which didn't really work that well. But I did manage to sleep a little bit. We, oh my god, are you know what? We got back on the plane, and everyone was mm-hmm. like, "This is the same plane." No, this is the same plane that we were on yesterday. It was exactly the same plane because they were like, "Yeah, this girl's monitor was broken there, and she's in exactly the same place." <gasps> and then I sat That's down final next to shit. the people, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, this isn't the same plane, is it?" And the guy, the people I was sitting next to, they were like, "Yeah, this is the same plane. There's this mark no. like yesterday that we noticed, and it's here." And I was like, "Wait, wasn't this the plane that wasn't safe to fly?" <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! That's terrifying. That's absolutely terrifying. And then we were sit, we were sitting there for like longer than usual before the plane starts moving and they were like we're really sorry everyone but we are waiting for eight customers to turn up to the airplane they have checked their luggage so we're gonna have to wait a little bit further oh I apologize sincerely it was like everyone that was on the plane from yesterday was just in the plane exactly the same place like please just let us go to LA please <laughs> well that is some final destination shit that's not cool. It really was. Did you panic or were you okay? I I felt really anxious, to be honest, that whole day. Because yeah. I was just like, why? Oh my God. And the reason why, you know what? <laughs> I wasn't surprised that I didn't get to LA the day that the flight was supposed to go. Because a black cat, this is Halloween shit. A black cat walked across my path when I was taking a little morning walk in Toronto the day that I was leaving. And everyone knows that's bad luck. And I was like, great. Obviously, like, that's the worst thing to happen when you're just about to get on a plane. A black cat walk across your path. You're like, fuck's sake. I just think it was a, it was a, a really, a really interesting coincidence. You might say that, but like, as soon as that happened to me, I just had this gut feeling. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to get to LA. (laughs) But you had that gut feeling, like, the entire time that you were leaving the UK. You were constantly like, something's going to fuck up, something. (laughs) anxiety yeah and that's the epitome of anxiety and then we like to blame it on other things we're just like oh yeah that must be the reason (laughs) anyway that's the really unsexy story of my traveling to LA but it was quite entertaining I think um it's just one of those things that you never want to happen to yourself but it was quite a good life experience you know I was just like you know what let's just make the best out of the situation it's a story um but yeah, actually, I did want to talk about Toronto times as well, because the last time we did an update sesh, I had just been on like a quickie yes. date before the podcast. And I did end up meeting that guy. We had like, <laughs> we had like a Netflix and chill situation <laughs> in the evening, mm-hmm. like after we filmed the podcast. And yeah, it was really interesting. Um, he was super, super chilled. And we kind of just got into his like, there wasn't that much like chat before. And we 
we felt really comfortable with each other kind of immediately and we were just he was like oh just come and like chill in my bed let's watch like put a horror film on horror halloween (laughs) do like it (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah so we just chilled in his bed had a little cuddle had a little chat and cuddle and then then we started kissing and then yeah ended up having some good good sex and it was pretty good it was pretty good actually it felt nice. it felt nice. It was definitely better than the other sex that I had in Toronto. But yeah, it was good. Brutal. And I felt really good after it. We had sex twice. Oh, and then yeah. I actually yeah. met him. I met him another time as well, which he just messaged me in the morning, like, do you want to come over for like morning sex? And I was like, you know what? Yeah. yeah yes. Okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Right. Although that the first situation where I met him I really enjoyed and I was like wow this is great like I'm really starting to like like the casual sex side of things again and then the second time because it was morning sex I don't know if this is like a thing but is it a thing with morning sex not lasting very long for guys um like we can't generalize basically time zone (laughs) I mean I wouldn't say in my experience morning sex means anything to do with like sensitivity or lasting long but it's very possible that he was just like i don't really want to try that hard because like yeah like you're going yeah i I kind of you know what i regretted going that day because Mm. i was like actually it was a bit in and out situation and it felt really good if it had lasted longer and i would and then i had to like finish myself off yeah and that's when you feel used when you're like oh you literally mm, just used me for like a morning wank Rather than like you yeah, actually basically. Were, had me over for you, for my pleasure and like you were interested in me. Yeah. Oh, and I did so kind shitty. of feel that way. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I didn't see him again. I didn't see him again, not on purpose, but... But that's nothing you've done wrong. It's just he fucked no. up. No. My, my outcome or like the out, like how I felt after that situation and kind of being in Toronto for two weeks by myself is that, you know what, I'm actually kind of enjoying being single again. Mm, I didn't nice. think I was going to get to this point. So yeah, he, and he's he, done that pretty I think quickly, he helped. which is good. Yeah, yeah. Like it, you just need opportunities for good experiences to happen to make you realise that it's not all going to be horrible and all going to be bad. Yeah, because also like it, we did have a connection, but it wasn't like it wasn't sparks and like it wasn't fireworks, you know. Mm-hmm. But there was a connection enough to have good, good casual sex, and yeah. that's something. Yeah, that is something. Yeah, nice. What's happening across the pond? Tell me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I've been still dealing with my mental health stuff. That's been a roller coaster. Like I felt so good this week, um, and then today I had like a massive cry, which has been really cathartic mm. and very much needed. Um, I do feel like a weight is lifted off my shoulders, apart from the fact that I just feel a bit like flat and like, oh, boo-hoo, woe is me. Um, I had a bad IBS attack last night while I was on the train on the way home. And it was just, it brought back a lot of anxiety of me being like, I'm just going to have to run off the train and shit on the public platform while in the pissing rain. I just, I can't. I was like, I can't. But you know what? I'm going to have to if this is what it takes. A lot of breathing exercises were done last night. (laughs) Um, 
so yeah that was frustrating just like so tired from that like, the exhaustion levels are real because you use so much energy when you're in like that panic stations and i was like you know it's pissing it down with water, water rain but i'm just like sweating buckets <laughs> underneath my jacket because i'm just like oh i need to get this demon out of my body immediately and it always comes in waves i'm like i'll shit once and be like okay cool it's over and then i'm like oh no we're coming for round two and it's just never ending so yeah had to like fully oh. before I jumped on the train like beg somebody in a restaurant like please can I use your bathroom like as they were closing so it's like oh lord but yeah oh, these are the things that make us good. no um, yeah not great because like with with IBS and sex it just makes you feel like so shit and my stomach's been like playing up as well with this potential endometriosis stuff but I I would mm. admit that since really like focusing in on myself and trying not to allow my vagina and endometriosis to like overtake um i have been having much better more exciting sex which has been good i've been less afraid of it and also speaking about it to sam to my partner um and explaining what i'm worried about and changing up the style of sex that we're having yeah like we said last last week like the nash and schlo and schön and being like okay i can enjoy that type of sex um just yeah just like like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't make you feel sexy, all this shit. Um, I'm still bleeding during sex as well, like a lot. And I'm trying to figure out as well because I'm back on contraception. So I'm like, I'm trying to fucking figure out if like contraception is going to be okay for me and like my mindset and if it's going to really fuck me up or whether or not it's yeah. going to be the best thing that I ever do. I just don't know. Um, so yeah, it's oh. it's just playing the waiting game. I know. I'm having, I'm having a bit of a tough time over here, but I'm still... I had such a good week as well. Yeah, I had a really are. good week. I had a good week. So, like, this all the house bad stuff, stuff is not okay. Yeah. yeah. The, you're going through it. But maybe we can it. distract you with the yes, please. Topic of today's episode. Because it's Halloween. It's coming up to Halloween. I love, like, people in the UK don't take Halloween as seriously, which is such a shame because I we fucking love Halloween. We love yeah. dressing up. We <laughs> love, love going to party. We love the themery and the ridiculousness and, and watching the stupid films and, like, fucking creating, like, blood punch and shit. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> let's, like, I want to talk about red flags and I also want to talk about the fucked up stuff that I get horny over because I want to be horny. Uh, come on. Give yeah, it to me. come on, let's 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 do it. Yeah. So and Halloween has already got me horny. Like the costume ideas, I'm like, yeah. Mm. That's the thing, isn't it? Is that Halloween is such a sexy holiday, and it's like kind yeah. of an excuse for people to like really become like their hoiest of ho. I always dress up as vampire-related stuff because yes. that's like my all time like that's that kind of like vampires is what got me into like kink 100 percent. oh yeah because it was That's the first thing. time that, that i yeah I, I can't remember maybe i was like 17 18 and i started reading like the suki stackhouse like novels and it was all True like blood. the sexy vampire stuff and i would read like vampire erotic literature and i was just so into like someone like feeding from me and being like mm -hmm. nourished by my body but then also being scared for my life because they might kill me or they might take too much blood or whatever 
There's I something like so sexy about that. At the time when I was like 18 and I had a boyfriend, I was like, bite me, please bite me. And he, <laughs> <laughs> there was one point where he chipped his tooth and it was like one of the teeth that looks like a fang. And I was fucking loving it. <laughs> oh my God, yes. I mean, you've I always like, been you into like biting anyway. But yeah, the vampire yeah. thing is so big. And like that is based mm-hmm. on fucking like Nosferatu, like old school movies of creepy fucking fucking monsters um and how it's transpired into like what beautiful glowing men you know it's just like ridiculous but yeah we'll take it i'll <laughs> take it fucking men. hard right? i mean i like twilight is one of my biggest guilty pleasures i love yeah. twilight i love it all i love everything it's just like there's something so sexy about it and i guess like the reason why i always dress up vampire like for halloween is because it's that one time where you can like actually fully role play Mm-hmm. without yeah. like and it's just like general life I haven't yeah. actually ever properly role played that situation in sex apart from Halloween you need someone game and someone to just like not take themselves yeah. too seriously and who just wants to have a laugh yeah. like, for sure so you're I feel like vampires are quite tame mm-hmm. compared to what you are into when yeah, it comes some- to spooky sex I'm into some interesting situations, let's say. Um, And I always have been. I think, like, since I was a kid, I've been obsessed with horror films. Like, I was obsessed with the original Stephen King It when I was, like, what, fucking 14? Um, the with the books wow. even though I never read the whole book because it's the most ridiculous book to read in my life I even tried on audiobook no man the way that Stephen King writes is ridiculous but mm. I love the new films I've always been into clowns Pennywise and I know that it's because like fear is very very close to my arousal I've always enjoyed that in my own personal play non-consensual I've always enjoyed watching like slasher films and like scream and like watching the girl run away from the murderer has always turned me on Always, forever. <laughs> Wait, that's mad. Yeah, but scream it's not really mad because sure. we talk about fear being like part of what turns us on quite a lot, actually, don't we? Yeah, all the time. Like what? Tie me up? Like a little bit of BDSM? Spank me? Um, you know, I'm yeah. gonna play brat. I'm gonna do something that you don't like and see what the consequences are. We always play around with fear and power. Yeah. And I mean, power's just been like, I love power play anyway. So of course, biggest oh. power play is like poor running away victim and big scary murderer dude. So, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, it can be the other way around. Um, but yeah, so some of my favorites that I have masturbated over to since I was fucking young, it's definitely Pennywise for sure. Also, I'm trying to think who else. Like Freddy Krueger has been like a huge one for me. I don't know why. He's fucking vile, but I absolutely adore him. And I adore that he can yeah. play such a large part in my fantasy. He's just like a little fucker on, in the films. And he's like, that's right, bitch. You know, like I just love his like cockiness. Um, always love that shit. <laughs> So yeah, Freddy Krueger for sure. I've always imagined him like, you know, I'm in this dream world and he's like made the bedpost like tie me up and he's like doing all this shit to me and his dick is like suddenly like a big long four meter snake and it's like fucking me in all my holes, you know, all that kind of stuff. Thank you, Freddy. You've been amazing. Thanks. Um, Oh my days. I swear you once told me that you had a fancy or a dream or you were masturbating over some kind of like zombie trying to get you. Absolutely. Zombies have played a huge part. Like the idea that it's like mindless... (laughs) 
dead things coming at you and like instead of like eating my brains it's gonna be like 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 you know i'm gonna i'm gonna eat your pussy i'm gonna like fuck you i'm gonna like i get my the reason why they're chasing me is because they're they're after my orgasms you know so it's just like this idea of just forced orgasms by loads of fucking horrible things um yeah so yeah running away forever post-apocalyptic world of just all these zombies that just want to make me come like what why wouldn't you masturbate over that um, I mean, personally, <laughs> hold up now, hold up zombies now. Wait, wait, wait. Don't do it for me. Okay, zombies, <laughs> no, but you have shared the same kink of like being into people in that like deep dark fantasy moment that you're that are really disgusting that like you yeah, would never go I have. So it's like it's yeah, a very similar 100%. fine line. Yeah, I do. I, I I've had like since I can remember like from a really long mm. young long age um young age I long had age. fantasies about being like kidnapped mm-hmm. and sort of like almost like t- tied up into some kind of weird like I don't know like apparatus that like keeps you like a prisoner and like just yeah. being used like being cu- oh, like yeah. people would come in and you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to like say anything about like who goes near you because you're just like you have to take it and i yeah. have had i 100 had that fancy when i was so young so yeah, young, young like a kid where does this come from like where because it, yeah i've had exactly the same as soon as i started watching horror films like hannibal lecter i was obsessed with for so long because i and he was a 60 year old man when i was watching him <laughs> and i was so into hannibal um yeah I, what is it about it's like yeah, it's not even that? like power and being scary it's like creepy and like psychological power i don't know, I don't know. it's fucking it's so interesting yeah i i I'm mean i just i fully can't get it yeah but you can but, it's, but you I can't guess it's the it's, the it's f- like why it's the but fear yes. but it's also the repulsion Yes. That makes yeah, it Yeah, and like the abs. I mean, we're talking like this is non-con play. This is like non-consensual play. You are there, desperate yeah. to get away, but like you're still taking yeah. it. And of course, must put a disclaimer. Like but, this is in fantasy form. Of course, if it doesn't happen, yeah, you know, happening in reality is very fucking different. That w- yeah, it's not okay in reality. In fantasy form, this is yeah. what we want because it's perfect in our minds the way it plays out. Exactly. And like in your mind, you're like, no, 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 don't do it. But then it, you're also just like fully enjoying it and taking yeah, it. Yeah, body betrayal. I love it so much. It <laughs> yeah. turns me on so you're like, much. No. <laughs> no, please. No, please. Oh, God, I'm going to come. Oh, no, I'm coming. And then like that just turns you on so fucking much. I literally yeah, love it. I think mm-hmm. I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure like when I was younger, I used to be into like the villains in, in like movies and stuff i can't think all of anyone villains <laughs> all the fucking time they they were the only yeah. ones i was interested in fuck the hero actually sometimes maybe a bit of hero <laughs> but like you know like something as simple as like um Deal. harry potter it was always draco malfoy and professor snape oh always oh. oh i mean i just loved harry potter that i was all here for not even cedric diggory just all here for harry potter but obviously robert patterson became he took a very over. lovely yeah. man, a little vampire. I did like, I did like HP. He was great, but it was always Draco or Snape fucking HP. You know, like that was my fantasy for sure. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even involved. I was just like, please, so just bad. do things to Harry Potter. Please, I beg of just you. I want to watch. Please. I want to be for you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you to all the fan fiction out there that was written for me. That was beautiful. Thank you. So yeah, definitely like uh, ghosts, 
So I, I have a ghost story for you. Oh, shit. Oh, um, yeah, you do. <laughs> so to people who might believe in the ghosts, like I swear to God, like my girls have called me a medium before. We've gone on ghost tour walks before where it's like speaking to the dead. Who would you like to speak to? And the dowling rods point to me and I'm like, what, what the fuck? Like what the science girl? Really? OK, <laughs> all right, let's do this. Let's go. Like I'm, I'm down. Um, and the other day I saw a ghost in my flat, in my little home. Um, and like I, I like I think this is quite funny, you know. But I've told people and they freak the fuck out. Like my yeah. mate Jamie won't but sleep over what, in my living room because of that reason. What's funny is that you are like not the person that would see a ghost at all. No. So it's like you know how you you kind of think like usually when people say they've seen a ghost, you're like yeah, of course you fucking did. Like because yeah, you yeah 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 just think that that like the people that do usually believe in ghosts are the ones that just like would make it up almost they're like yeah, yeah, of course, yeah i really mm-hmm. like, saw like that light over there look like a ghost blah 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 but you are not the person to look, like you wouldn't just make no. this up so that's why it's scary but okay so i i would say a but but i'll come back to the but the big old juicy but in a second uh, so yeah in my living room <laughs> the way that my hallway works is that my living room door is opposite my kitchen door um and you have to go down the hallway so uh, at night it was late at night and my sister had been streaming in the living room uh, and she had gone to bed. And so I was going to brush my teeth. So I went from the kitchen into my bathroom. But on the way, I glanced into the living room, which was half in dark night, darkness, half in dark night. Yeah. Uh, and I saw a woman, <laughs> uh, a woman that kind of semi looked like my sister and semi looked like a young version of my mum with like long, long, dark hair and just like staring forward. And she was sitting on the sofa, but not in the normal direction of the sofa in like the facing me direction of the sofa, which you wouldn't be able to sit like that on the sofa. Oh my God, Florence's face. <laughs> so just freaking out <laughs> this, more. It really does freak me out. Uh, so yeah, so I saw this woman sitting there, like like no expression on her face, like wide eye, just like sitting, staring. And I'm not, I'm not talking about like I stopped, stopped there to have a conversation. I literally turned the corner to the bathroom and enough time for me to go, what the fuck? Why is Flynn sitting in a dark room? And I went back to the living room to be like, Flynn, go to bed. Um, did you see that fly past me? No. I mean, it what? was just a bit of fluff, but I wanted to freak you out. <laughs> I'm in the flat alone as well right now. So I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> We're like scaring ourselves. <laughs> Speaking I mean, ourselves you're out. That, you're in the flat that had the ghost. So yeah, it's true. <laughs> she knows that, very, that you're talking true. about her. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, went back into the living room to be like, Flynn, go to bed. And there was nothing there. And so like, I was like, that's fucking weird. Like I, I fully saw the form of a person. It wasn't like, um, I've had like um, bad, you know, when I was going through really bad mental health, I have had hallucinations before where I have seen things, but I'm talking like on small scale, like uh, spiders running across the corner of my eye. Um, I have seen people run across the corner of my eye, uh, but then I've looked up and nothing's been there where it's been like a flash. But then I honestly put yeah. that down to my really poor mental health, like really poor. Like I'm not sleeping. I'm doing a lot of drugs. I'm like not having a good, I'm not eating, you know, that kind of shit. Uh, yeah. But this was different. This was very fucking different. This was this like... Is, this was different. This hit different, you know? Like, it was a fully formed woman in a split second yeah. of me and then being like, going back and being like, huh, that was fucking weird. Like, <laughs> I'll just process that for a moment. And then me, I, I can't even remember. I, I think I, I'm... How did you go to sleep? 
Well, the thing is, I also chose not, <laughs> not to tell my housemate and my sister as well, because I know that that would have freaked them out. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to sleep now. Do it's going to be okay. Do they know now? Yeah, they do know now. Holy fuck, they were shitting themselves. My sister, not so much, but like Rosie <laughs> definitely was like, what in this flat? Um, but I didn't get a bad feeling with her. You know, like a lot of people who see girls feel like they feel this bad feeling. I didn't get any of that. It was very much like a... It was probably more positive or a warm feeling because I thought it was like my sister or like, you know, my, the young version of my mum and she didn't give me any bad feels. And I was like, oh, okay, she says, we just got this person um, just like chilling in our flat. Okay, cool. Like, all right, let's do this. I think I do believe in ghosts as well. I, and also I feel like I used to work at Vice and I would do these like really, really weird like little video shorts. And one of the ones was... 10 questions you always wanted to ask an exorcist yeah so we went up to Hull and met this guy and he like he basically had this whole kind of like spooky um he had the spooky museum of like haunted objects Mm -hmm. and I've seen this dude on, on YouTube and we were filming him like in this like room that was full of haunted dolls like kids oh my god toys. i love i love this and there's so many dolls in the attic as well right here just insane oh no right and oh, oh actually my sister has a haunted doll in her house i'll tell you about that afterwards oh my and god, yes. um i was filming this guy talking and no joke i i felt something like graze up against like the lower part of my leg which was oh like God, where stop. a kid would like hold, you know, like when a kid like goes up to an adult <laughs> and they like hold on to the back of your legs, they're scared. Yeah. Like that's what it felt like. Oh it felt my, like a little please. kid just grabbed my, so the good. back of my leg. Um, and I was like, that was weird. I'm yeah. just going to continue asking him questions. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so good. I love shit like this. This is why I want to do spooky shit. But then a lot of people don't want to mess with that shit because it fucks them up. That's I mean, the thing. I yeah. think I, if I fully went into it, I would be scared of everything. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so into real life scary things. Yeah, the segue. flags when Whoa! you are dating. The, the real spooky flags. shit. This is the stuff that, like, is actually terrifying. Okay, so you guys, you curious fuckers, you wrote in your biggest red flags and mm-hmm. they're scary as fuck. They're not Some scary. of them are... Whew, I got sweaty reading them. Okay, so I think this is a red flag that we can all fucking relate to. Dick pics when you haven't asked for one. That Mm -hmm. can be scary. Oh, yeah. And we can also make this ungendered and any genitalia that you haven't asked for. So that includes tits, pussy, asshole, anything. Anything that's non-consensual. Yes. It's like, you know, you know, like people that send dick pics is the modern way of flashing someone. Mm hmm. Yeah. So people that show their like got nothing on underneath. Whoa. That's what a dick pic is. You're flashing people in public and it's just in a digital space and you people do it because they, they can get away with it or they think it's the right thing to do. Like that, that's just dumb. Like who, no, come on, yeah. grow up. Whoa, Even on OnlyFans, when people send me dick pics, I'm like, hey, cool, thanks. But you know, please ask for my permission before you send me a dick pic and tip me. Yes, and also give me a tip, please. Mm. I'll be like, yeah. oh, if you want me to rate your penis, then I would take 20 of your yeah. dollars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so dick pics, obvious red flag. I think we can all agree yes. on that one. 
100%. Do not. This one's good. They have no empathy or unable to admit admit when they're wrong. Oh my God, that fucks me off so much. When there's no just like instant, like, hey, sorry. Like, I didn't really, I wasn't really okay with this. And they're like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Just, I, you know, excuses, oh, excuses. God. Just like, just apologize. I really hate that. Fuck. Please. Yeah. I, I used to have, um, with, the, with my partner that I was in like a really long relationship with, if we ever had a discussion, I would never be right. He would always be right. And Fuck. it really fucking wears you down. And that yeah. is a massive red flag. Like that relationship was hor- horrible in those like times because yeah. of those things. So red flag, don't go anywhere near. This one's interesting. It's like in inverted quotation marks, right? The women take care of the contraception. I've, I've not really heard that as a red flag before, but it's a pretty good red flag. It's definitely a good red flag. But does that mean that like, they just the, expect that women would be on birth control or yeah, must be, like, right? that women bring the condoms because I feel like it's the opposite way that people always think that the guy is going to bring yeah. the condoms. And that's a dangerous thing. Like it's it's both of you. It takes two to tango. Every, you both need yeah. condoms. Everyone needs fucking condoms. Both people's responsibility. It should never be one person's responsibility for, for like or assumed that someone would just have it. Yeah, I, I, I'm really proud when I have my condoms. I'm like, well, hold up one moment. Like, let's use my condoms because I know they're going to be 3,000 times better than your condoms because I actually care about <laughs> condoms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But exactly. yeah, the contraception used- thing where, where I, you know, and like it's the stereotype of guys being like, oh, are you on the pill? Like before they, before they fuck you. Yeah, yes. But I don't think that's a actually, wrong question. Oh, actually, someone did ask me that. You know that guy that I'd been chatting to that was full of red flags? Yeah. He asked me that question. Ooh. So it's almost so like that- a set-up question for can I come inside you? I think that's where we're yeah, getting this then- from, right? I I kind of said that and I was just like, oh, we you like one of those guys that don't use condoms? And he was just like, no, 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 of course not. Like I was just having a conversation with my friends at work and then like, I don't know. Again, excuses, but did he apologize? No, it was, it was, it was, he was like, oh, can I ask you a personal question? I'm always curious what people were going to say oh, when yeah. they asked me that. So I'm like, like yes, yeah, please. of course. And yeah. then it was like, are you on contraception? And I was like, the fuck? But why would he need to know that? Like, what, what game would that be? Um, you know, like me, unless it was like, yeah, I feel like that's a fucking weird weird ass question it's, a, it's weird so like i feel like if any guy says anything about women's contraception then yeah it's a red flag yeah Just, i it would should be, also feel i like guess that. it's a conversation at some point to be like oh yeah. so you're on the pill or you're not like la, la, la. Yeah, unless it comes but, up naturally organically or you've been fucking for a while with condoms and then you're like you know i, I also i do think it should just it should be the women's side to be like to talk about when they want to stop using condoms and talk about contraception. Yeah. I don't, because I feel like if, if a man does it, it might be putting pressure on the situation unless you know how to fucking communicate like a goddamn boss and do it well. Then yeah, yeah it's, I think it's just risky. It's a red flag, red flag, red flag, motherfucker. Red flag. This next one is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I think yes. we'll have a discussion on this one. Ooh, okay, yes. so Let's when the person there. says that they're still best friends with their ex, uh, best friends I, as well not even friends best friends 
best friends. So but this is this I guess I feel a way about this because mm-hmm. obviously my ex was my best friend mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I still consider him a best friend and I think like we are we're in this um, container of silence at the moment so mm-hmm. that we can continue our friendship as it was yeah so like work. I like when we are friends again like yeah he will be one of my best friends yeah 100% I feel like it's a really weird concept to go from having a relationship with somebody um, that you've been so close to and then suddenly going to nothing. It makes sense why your exes, like, should be your best friends, really. Should be at least friends. The only thing that gets in the way are bad feelings or new partners or sex itself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the moment... I'm not at a stage where I could like say that I'm not in love with him anymore. So mm-hmm. I kind of get there's there would be reservations for people coming into relationships with people that are best friends with their ex because maybe they're still in love with each other secretly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and also like I know that me and him are gonna be like, we're gonna love each other. We're, we're always gonna love each other. So yeah. I don't know, maybe that is a red flag, but maybe I'm a big red flag then. Yeah, I feel. I do feel like it's just a big, giant, walking red flag. I I think that you can be friends with your ex and you should be friends with your ex. I think it's really sad when you're not and you can't figure out why. Yeah. I also think it's really yeah. sad when new partners don't, like, are jealous of that situation. I feel like that's a red yeah. flag on them for not being able to deal with their insecurities. Yeah, it takes it takes two to tango, though. You know, it's like it, you. It's not just about your insecurities or theirs. It's about trust mm-hmm. and communication and setting up boundaries when things aren't okay. And a lot of people just can't fucking exactly. do that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I feel like maybe I'll be able to say more on this when me and him are actually friends again, like actually yeah. hanging out. Mm-hmm. But I get it. I get it because I think if I went into a situation with someone new and they were really good friends with an ex there would be part of me that was thinking about like them getting back together yeah or like yeah it but it would just it would be like exactly what you said communication as long as it's communicated and there's no like you just need to trust yeah trust i mean i do know a couple of people who are friends with their exes and it works really well i mean fucking jamie he's he is friends with his ex really good friends yeah but it's not it's not something that happens quickly it's something that had happened over a couple of years and sometimes you need those years in between to take time to to let yeah. all those bad feelings go and also to grow up as a person and to be like, okay, yeah. let's make this work. So yeah, I don't think, I wouldn't say that that one's a red flag, you know? No, I wouldn't say that's a red flag either. <laughs> <laughs> Access denied. This one's great. Only wants to meet at night. I mean, like, that is... Yeah, unless they explain why, that's a really big red flag. Is he a vampire? Maybe it'd be a huge, big green flag. (laughs) Yeah, you'd be like, "Uh, why the night? Does the sunshine make you burn? (laughs) Okay, I'm in. (laughs) But yeah, Um, uh, like, if they are a normal human being and not a vampire, then (laughs) that would be... That would be weird to me. I would like be yeah. like, well, why? Why can't we hang out in the daytime? Why can't we go on a bike ride? Why can't we get a coffee? Like, do you not want to sleep over and like have breakfast? Yeah, like, they want to keep on? you their dirty little secret. No, run away. Also, just yes. like, just like 
sex talk without any of the nice fluff. So like they only talk to you if it's about sex. Yes. That's a massive red flag for sure. Yes, 100 Mm percent unless you're just into that and you want the casual sex only yeah then that's cool yeah then then but then i also feel like that needs to be talked about that needs to be like oh hey i hope you don't mind the situation but like for me this is just sex is that okay yeah and i've i've done that i've said that i'm like i just want to fuck you and like that's it is that okay (laughs) on to the next one doesn't ask questions about your life oh my god the amount of dates that i have been on and the guy's like blah 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 all about him and he not asks nothing about you and it's just like you you literally just sit there nodding and being like oh yeah oh cool yeah 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 i'm worried that that's me sometimes what if i don't ask them questions about their life (gasps) but then i also do say can we just keep this as sex I fucking yeah. leave, you know, like fu- fucking duck. <laughs> I just, I fucking duck. I don't do that all the time. I, don't, I mean, now I'm with Sam. Like that's that doesn't happen anymore. I'm, I'm very much no. satisfied. I'm not fucking and ducking no time soon. <laughs> do you ask Sam about his life? Uh, <laughs> do you know anything about Sam? <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Who is he? Yes, I'm, I, ha- I do. Some of the time. <laughs> most of the time, most of the time. Most, mostly he listens to me talk about me. Yeah, mostly, sometimes. <laughs> mm. uh, it's cool because I get to talk a lot about me and he says nothing at all. I'm yeah. jo- that is a joke, I promise. I swear to God, that's a joke. <laughs> I swear. All right, okay, moving swiftly on. Uh, another one. Tries to do something even if I specifically said no slash tries to push boundaries to convince you to. Oh, my days. I fucking hate this. Fuck. This happened to me last year. This happened to me last year where really? um, some guy, yeah, you know this dude as well. Like, you fucking know. He was like, yeah, come over, come over. And I, it was like peak COVID time. And I was like, no, man, I don't really feel safe. Like, you guys fuck off and go and have orgies. And I do not feel safe about it. And it's like, no, it's fine. Oh. Yeah, I've been vaccinated. I've already had COVID. It's really unlikely for me to get it again. And I was like, I don't I don't want you to convince me that it's okay. I want you to respect my fears and boundaries and that I don't want to come over. Like that's what you need or to you do. Respect already said shit. no. Yes, oh my I god, did. this is this is the biggest red flag because mm-hmm. oh my god, that's just like a consent nightmare. Because you said yeah. no and they're not listening. Basically. Well, I did. The thing is, I didn't say no explicitly. I was just like, oh, I'm not really sure. Like, you know, with everything that's going on and and like COVID, yeah. and like I don't want to catch it. Like, I want to stay safe for my mum and all this stuff. And it's it's not an explicit yeah. no, which is why. But again, that's why it makes it so hard. But you just should never have to convince someone of something. It should be like, a, yeah. oh, okay, I'm not going to convince you. I'm going to ask and find out why. That's that's like yeah. a green flag, not like oh, but it's gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. Let's do it. Like that's peer pressure. That's just unnecessary peer pressure. pressure. We all do it, and that's wrong. Even if you're in any situation, drugs, alcohol, come to this party, do this thing. Like it's gonna be fine, you know. I I just I feel yeah. like you need to respect their worries for sure. Mhm. Yeah. Big big red flag right there. Especially okay. when it comes to sex, like anal. Oh, but you'll be fine. You might like it. I swear you can take it. Oh, fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off, please. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the next one is they don't post pictures of you on their social media accounts. Yeah. I, that's, 
It seems small, but it is big. It's yeah. it is it is big. Um mm-hmm. but I guess I I don't know how I feel about this one either because mm. but this is just because of our situation. Me and my mm-hmm. ex never posted each other on our social media accounts. But that was for a reason. Yeah, but like the re- like I get the reason, but the reason should also be a red flag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, guess, if I, yeah, it's interesting when people are in the public eye, though, because then you're like, especially doing what we do, it's like a big thing to like know. But at the same time, I always did want it. I always wanted. Yeah, pictures. I was gonna say. I feel like if they're in the if they're in the public eye and they've explained it to you, uh, and you're like, okay, cool, that's fine, that makes sense. But I think if you want it, then it's it's maybe not a red flag for somebody else, but it's a red flag for you. Yeah, yeah. And we don't all have the same red flags. And I think there is, there's a thing with that as well, is that y- you want to appear single. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel appear like single, that's quite sure. a big thing. Yeah. A lot of guys do this. It's the same with, um, like, with our Instagram, my Instagram. I noticed when I posted about Sam, I lost followers. Um, and it, the yeah. exact same thing. So, like, with my OnlyFans, I haven't written on there, this is my boyfriend, you know, because yeah. you will inevitably lose followers because as soon as you find out that they're taken, the fantasy's gone for a lot of people. Or the fantasy's there for a lot of people. But mostly yeah. the fantasy's gone. So... Um, I ca- I do understand it, but it shouldn't be something that stops you, you know. Yeah, I think right? I feel like it's one of those things that you need to have a discussion about and figure out mm-hmm. why they don't, and if you kind of get the reason or not, or if it bothers you, then it's a red flag, basically. Yeah, yeah, I think if it. Bothers but if it doesn't you. bother you, then if you don't post them on your social media, they don't post you on theirs, then and you you're both cool with it, then that's fine. Yeah, I almost feel like it's like going to a a party and not bringing your partner along to show them off and to mm. meet your friends. And it's like it's annoying that it's it's social media related because it feels petty and it feels like oh, but it's just Instagram. But it's like no, it, Instagram's yeah. a big fucking deal. Like social media is a big fucking deal. Like the days of like making mm. it Facebook official, that's a big deal. That's so integrated in our lives. Yeah, it's Instagram official now. So mm-hmm. if you don't post a pic of your partner, of your bae, are they even really there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just want to be single for all them peeps, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a sad thought, but it's it's a good discussion to have. It really is. Definitely. It does make you think, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I am going through this weird stage where I feel like, ah, I've already posted Sam. Do I need to post him again? But where is that thought coming from? <laughs> Why am I thinking that? Ooh, is that yeah. the fear of not being seen as single and available and free? Yeah, it's very possible. It could be work related. Like, oh shit, yeah. I'll lose, I'll lose OnlyFans subscribers. But it also could be yeah. Like, like, yeah, there's there's a lot to unpack there. Um, you I should would be like excited to, be in a to post your partner. Yeah, I would like mm-hmm. to be in a relationship where I can post my partner on my social media, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Although I am having like a dip with Instagram and I'm not wanting to post that much. So that could be it too. That's probably and like my, it as well. My, my mental health is not great either. So I'm just like, oh, I'm avoiding Instagram. I'm just like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be it. I'm sure. Our last red flag of the day is reading your messages. <gasps> Smoking! 
that's like fucking horrifying. That it that fucks me up so much. The idea of like a that's, lack of privacy. That's a scary red flag. Like if they read that's, your like fuck, yeah. run. That's an immediate run, run away. And it not just not just messages, like looking through your phone, looking through your laptop, looking at your diary, yeah. maybe reading, but looking through like your drawers and shit and like snooping in your bedroom. I feel like that's borderline. I know people do it, but that is borderline. Yeah. It's like, it is so important to, to, to keep that trust with the other person. Even if you suspect yeah. something, have a conversation with them. Don't snoop through their shit. Oh my God, Never. No. Uh-uh. I, I once did it when I was a teenager. Yeah, I mean, I've done it before I, I, as a, as I a kid. I feel like this, um, it's a weird thing because I think most of the time people do it when they suspect something. But yeah. it never should be a thing. The, re- the When I did it, I was like, I know that he's gone like on another date or like seen another girl. So I went on his messages and there it was, a message from a yeah. girl being like, oh, I had such a nice time last night. And I was like... Mm-hmm. You fucking piece of <laughs> like, shit. He was in the shower at the time and he came back and I was like, so. Does it change anything? If you are suspecting your partner's doing something behind your back, like that, finding the evidence anyway. shouldn't change anything. Yeah, you are in an unsafe situation and you need to run. Um, because there yeah. is a lack of communication there to make you feel trustworthy. Or yeah. go to fucking therapy if you have mad trust issues or you're dealing with some sort of trauma and you constantly think your other partner's uh, betraying you because of last, you know, like old situations. But like that's, you have to talk about these things. Don't snoop through people's stuff. It's so, it's it's a horrible thing to do. Yeah. And, it, and then it will come back to bite you on the ass. I think the green flag in this situation is when your partner gives you their passwords. Like, they're like, uh-huh. oh, could you just check my phone? Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, what's the passcode? And they're just like, did it, did it, did Like, they just tell you. Like, my ex gave me all his passwords. Not that I re- yeah. actually remembered them. But at the same no, time, no. like, if, there, if I ever need to get on his laptop, ever needed, like, if he wanted me to do something on his phone, he would just tell me. And I was like, actually shook at the mm-hmm. time because I was yeah. like wait you actually trust me and you know what in my in my in my four and a half year relationship my ex never told me any of his passwords mm-hmm. and I always yeah. kind of was just like oh like he just needs his own privacy blah 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 but he didn't trust me yeah and that's and that's, also he that's might having have had a level of trust he might have had something to hide like if you're yeah. giving somebody your password then that means you've got nothing to hide and you know what? Like exactly. people do fuck up. They do make mistakes. You know, if I give my password and they see something they shouldn't have seen, then it's a conversation to have for sure. Like, yeah. um, I left my WhatsApp, uh, WhatsApp app open on my laptop, and Sam did say he was like, "God, it was so hard not to look at your WhatsApps." And I was also like, "Okay, well, firstly, thanks for not looking, and you should congratulate yeah. yourself." So, wh- why would you think like, that you wanted to look? Like, where where's yeah. that thought? process come from um have you had situations before in the past where you have mistrust somebody and it it's just a conversation because he's not done anything wrong um i've yeah. not done anything wrong it's just you just got to talk about it you just got to be like okay i'm feeling really insecure at the moment and i really want to check your messages can we have a chat about it yeah i think that's really important my ex mm-hmm. even um 
was like, oh yeah, do you want to just log into my Instagram on your phone so that you can like do my, <laughs> he was like, can you post on my Instagram, please? Because I hate doing it. And I was like, <laughs> wait, you want to give me access to your Instagram? I could see like yeah. messages coming into girls trying to slide into <laughs> your DMs and like all of those things. I was like, that's like, a, <laughs> that's almost a spooky level of trust. And I was so yeah. like, wow, green. That was like the biggest green flag I think I've ever gotten in my whole life. But, so good and yeah, I feel like we just need to cute. practice that more for sure and it's like it's yeah, fine we just if people slide into your DMs and trust yes. people and it's, it's fine if people slide slide into your partner's DMs like that's gonna yeah. happen that's actually great because it means you're with a hot person but it depends exactly. on like obviously on their response and you know if they do respond in a positive way it's like it's just an ego stroke we do it all the time exactly. we, we get a compliment off the street and we're like oh thank you very much not like fuck you you disgusting hoe you know, like it. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's all about how you feel within that relationship with the with the messages and the passwords. But fuck, fuck me. Such a good yeah, red flag. Sure. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a really interesting little conversation there to round up the episode. Yeah, I mean, because that is, that is some spooky shit. You know what? They should fucking make a movie mm. about reading people's messages. Oh my God, maybe the, like trademark. Copyright, that's my next horror film. Someone reads messages and they were like, you are murdering me. <laughs> spooky. Yeah, I feel like that is really spooky though because it's it's stalking, basically. It's it is literally stalking. And we, oh man, mm-hmm. I remember doing it on Facebook before with my exes, you know, it's just, it's just uh, stalking's yeah. a, a bit of a dodgy one too. Like we all, well, I try really hard not to because I think it's just, it's yeah. looking for trouble and I'm going to get hurt regardless of what I see. I just don't see mm-hmm. the point. But we all fucking do it. We're all just like, even little motherfuckers that just like yeah, love looking to feel... Wild. Yeah, like a little ego stroke. And then you're just like, oh, I saw something I didn't want to see. Why am I so sad? Oh, like, no. <laughs> you knew you were going to see that, though. That's the reason you why you went knew there. It. <laughs> you knew it. That is why. Um, right. So to round up the episode, we really hope that our ghost stories and speaking about spooky stuff hasn't freaked you out too much. But it is Halloween. Yeah, warmed you up for the festive season of the spooky holiday. Yeah, buddy. I mean, do your Ouija boards, do your ghost talking and the paranormal activity. I love it so much. Do it because it's it's a hell of a lot of fun unless you don't want to fuck with them arts because, yeah, the darkness is not And use this holiday to indulge in all those creepy, scary fantasies. Yeah, man, put your horrors on, get the vibrators out, get your little masturbation cups out, get that on. Um, Enjoy yourself, dress up like an absolute fucking himbo if you need to, like do it. Get that slutified up there, dress like a stupid, I don't know, what's like really dumb that people dress up as isn't, like a maid, I don't know, like dress up as a maid. For Halloween. A fucking Playboy bunny. Be a fucking Playboy yes. bunny or like a sexy yes. nurse or... Do it. It's, it's ridiculous, but yeah, jokes. A nurse, I love it oh, so much. I want to have so like... Sexualized. I want to have some Halloween sex. Maybe we will get Halloween sex, Reed. Yeah, I Maybe fucking hope so. I've been trying so hard to convince Sam to dress in a, a priest outfit and I could dress in a, in a nun outfit and be like demon nun and priest just yeah. so he can fuck me in a priest outfit. So hot. <laughs> I just want him to yeah, look me dead so in the good. eyes and be like, Neil. Um, yeah. And I want to I wanna have to forgive my father for his sins. Ah, oh, there's just so many hot things that could be done. But no, I don't think yeah. I've quite convinced him just yet. 
but I'll get there. Yeah. I'm working on it. Okay, so also curious fuckers, for our next fuck off episode with stories by you, please email in your biggest fuck off story to fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk. Yeah, baby. Of course, check out our YouTube. The whole podcast episodes are on the YouTube channel as well as on your normal podcasting sites. And of course, you can keep up to date with us on Instagram at Come Curious as well as our personal accounts at Read Amber X and at Florence Bark. And obviously share this episode far and wide. Spread it like you spread your legs in the bedroom, everyone. Yes. Yeah. And you motherfucker. We I just thought about all the dudes like Thursday. I was oh, just thinking yeah, about all the dudes spreading their legs, spreading like, their legs like ah! <laughs> spreading my legs, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm ready to fuck <laughs> you now. Cocks. Where's that? Around. Oh, the little cock. That's a cock. Oh, I see. Nice, nice. I do love flaccid penis. Nice, I really nice. do. It's beautiful. Nice. Um, yeah. And yeah, <laughs> so we love you all. Uh, see you next Thursday and enjoy Halloween. Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs> Happy Halloween! <laughs> Bye! You fucking witches! Bye. You witches! Crowd Network. A place where you belong. <laughs>